All right, folks, we're here. The time for speculation and abject misery is over. E3 week is also over, Phil. Is it? Fuck it, I sure why not. By the time this goes out, cool. and information is flowing like a fine wine. Check like this fine Zinfandel. Let's clink. <laughs> Fucking half quarter past twelve in the afternoon. Saturday morning. Well, afternoon now, I guess. Yeah, yeah right. Correct. Uh, well, welcome everyone to episode fourteen of Geshcast Gaming Podcast, coming to you as ever from the most special place on earth, Phil. A child's laughter. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lots to discuss with the Electronic Entertainment Expo E3. Mm-hmm. All wrapped up, as you say. Nice, like a pig in a blanket. Like a nice pig in a blanket. And uh, we'll get to all of that stuff in a moment, what's tickled our fancy. But what I want to talk about first before we hit the music and get into E3 mm. is the big news. Which is, is. both now owners of Microsoft Connect. Yes. Well, that bleeds into our E3. It does, but... Knowledge, but I think it is big news. It's big enough news for people that might listen to the show and know that we don't play the Xbox. Not so much anymore, no. But now that's all changed. Indeed, indeed. It's a bit of an odd purchase, but uh, we played Connect Adventures Mm -hmm. uh, when you got yours, and it's great. Great fun. Yeah, it works surprisingly well. Mm -hmm. I'm quite impressed. It always looked like impressive technology. It just never really featured too much in my sphere of entertainment. Yeah, but... With some of the announcements that were made at E3 and the direction that Microsoft had going in general with mm. it, then it felt like maybe time to just give it a bit of a bash. Why not? We saw them cheap. Saw them cheap. Not really missing much. I'm still probably much only going to get Dance Central for now. Yeah, yeah. That's all that really matters to me. Like but Dance Central, get Zumba for the misses. You're off. And I'm off to the races. Ba-doom. Uh, but looking forward to seeing what lies ahead. Uh, we played Dan Central last night. Yes. We played the demo we that played comes, the demo with, Connect comes Adventures. with Adventures. So uh, that featured two songs. Yeah, Poison and Poker Face. Yes. And we were both, I got four stars on Poker Face on my first go. Nice. What did you get? No, never mind. Look, I played on hard, all right? Aye, not the first thing. No. Aye, right. Okay, so speaking of what lies ahead, Phil, let's just get right into E3. Shall we then? Hit the music. Grab my hand. No. So, welcome back. Thanks again for downloading another episode yeah, of the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for downloading a new episode of Scotland's greatest gaming podcast. As it's known on the uh, Facebook forum. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what we're going to do is going to run through E3 stuff. Uh, really just going to talk about stuff that's interested us. Stuff that's piqued our interest. Yep. Not the general fluff. Because yeah. there's too much. There is far too much. I, mean, I think really... last year we tried to go hit every big point that yep. came out of each conference. Was... Fucking possible. That's it. I'm not really interested in talking about Mass Effect 3. No. There we go. So, probably won't. I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah. I'll play it when it comes Absolutely, out. Absolutely. But, but it's Mass Effect 3. It looks very pretty. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. But on to the next one. On to the next one. I'm not on interested. On to the next one. He's got a blade arm. Really? Aye. On to the next that. one. On to the next. Right. Uh, Sony first then? Yes, indeed. Um, Sony's biggest games off the Expo would probably be uh, Uncharted 3. We showed mm-hmm. a lot about that and it looks very nice, as you'd expect Uncharted to look. It looks great. It yep. looks very sandy. Sandy, there's those nice sections where you're in a ship and it goes. you're underwater. And yes. It just all looks great. So, I mean, it doesn't look like there's much... They're not bringing much more to the table than you'd expect. But no, what I they are bringing looks incredible. Yeah, well, I think we said last week or month or whenever it was we recorded last yeah. time uh, that all they really need to do is keep up with the 
graphical prowess of the game yes, yes. and just stick to the same format maybe add a couple of flourishes here and there a few tweaks to maybe the uh, the climbing and stuff to make it a little less which looks like exactly what they've done yeah. so I am perfectly happy Excellent. with that they also showed uh, Resistance 3 mm-hmm. which is uh, one of their bigger franchises Resistance one of their kind of original franchises yes uh, that was the one that we, they kind of pinned the PS3's hopes on at first mm-hmm. FPS adventure against an alien invasion an alien invasion set in kind of 19 when was it it's set back in the day Back in, <laughs> back in days of yonder. An alternate history. Yeah. Uh, alternate past. So, they, um, yeah, it looks really nice. Again, the exact same thing. It doesn't look like they're bringing much more mm. new. It seems to be at E3 that they, a lot, even across the board for, between Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, in a lot of ways they're saying, if you liked what we did before, here's yeah. more of it this year. Yes. If you want something really outlandish or something you've never seen before, probably not going to get it this year. No. So, but... I'd say it's the same as the way cinema is at the moment mm. and the way that because of the whole recession and things that yeah. people still, you know, bring up. But Pretend's happening. Yeah, it's easier to put out a sequel than it is to put out a Absolutely. brand new franchise. So yeah. that's what we're seeing in the games as well. But exactly. no complaints, all established. Nope. Well, I mean, and then of course they say they've seen about Mass Effect 3 coming out. Um, on the Move, mm. which is important to me because we both bought Move, yes. PlayStation Move controllers, yeah, not a lot, really. Not there was, an awful lot, no. There wasn't, uh, uh, was it even mentioned? It was, yeah. There was a game called uh, Medieval Moves, Deadman's Quest. That's the only one I thought looked okay. Right. Which is a sort of a cartoony, horror, sort of uh, adventure game. Okay. Kind of a bit Dungeons and Dragon-y looking. Kind of third person? Third person kind of look to it. Uh, I think they were switching to first person as well. Mm. But it looked fun. It didn't look groundbreaking again, but it yeah. looked fun. They're also going to use the move for built-in. There's better functionality coming for Little Big Planet 2. Okay, good. Uh, and uh, no, not good. I've popped that since. Yeah, that's gone back to the shop. Infamous Two is going to be using it in some way, and uh, Resistance, I'm sure, has something to do with the move. So it looks like it's going to be more bolstering the experience on current games rather mm. than having games of their own. You know, which is a shame. It's a wee bit of a shame. It's a bit of a shame. Uh, they, they did show, which I'll talk about a little bit later, was a uh, Pixel Junk uh, Lifelike. Okay, which used the PlayStation Move. And it just looked like it was like a house beat that you'd control with the move and nice. a visualization on the screen, and you'd control that somehow. And but the guy was using the move in no discernible way; you couldn't really tell what he was doing to it. And it was really manipulating odd. sound in space, manipulating something. But the truth, maybe. Controversial. Hey. Uh, they also show the, probably their biggest announcement was they showed the uh, the Vita. The Vita, yes. The Vita. Yes. So this is the new, essentially PSP2, new console, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. handheld. The name, I think, kind of leaked out a couple of weeks beforehand. Yeah, yeah, I think the, it was. it's like most things they'll see, like maybe a patent has been registered yes. for this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it looks very nice, considering the price point is meant to be roughly around what the 3DS was at launch. Yes, uh, perfect, absolutely. Or the Wi-Fi model, that is. Yes. They're expecting, you know, they're expecting titles like Uncharted, Wipeout, Little Big Planet. From, from the go mm-hmm. uh, it looks like I'll probably end up getting one of these instead of a 3DS now you're going to buy it over the top of I mean considering I mean it doesn't look like I'm not bothered about the 3DS the 3D aspect of the 3DS mm-hmm. so I'm really just concentrating on what each console offers game wise and they both have touch screens and yeah. things like that so they could both have a very similar library of games absolutely they're going to be able to completely mirror each other yep and the, and the Vita seems to be much more powerful yes so and it, for the same price and I'm kind of swaying towards Sony anyway, mm-hmm. it looks like I'm going to end up just getting one of those. No, that's fair enough. From what I've seen of it as well, it looks like a great wee handheld. Yeah, and oh, like great. The price point isn't bad for what you're getting. I don't 
see any real need personally for getting the three G model. No. So we're talking no. about uh, you know it being he- buying one being heavily subsidised if you get the three G model with a contract for yeah. so long, uh, so you'll get it a lot cheaper. Mm. But um, I have an iPad that yeah. is just Wi Fi, and I've never. Yeah, you never think when you're out and about. No, oh, oh, no. I wish this was three. Obviously. Vita's going to be a lot smaller than an iPad. It's not going to be the same whipping that out in the middle. Yeah. But I've got my phone. Exactly. You know, I'm not going to use it. I understand it's mostly for downloading games and things like that, but you can wait. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. if not, you can go to a coffee shop and... You use the Wi-Fi. Use the Wi-Fi exactly. or a library or something. Um, so I don't really see that being a big draw, mm-hmm. but I'm looking forward to the console itself. Can't wait to get a bash of one, especially yeah. with the back touchscreen things. Oh, yeah, no, I really want to get... That, that's what I'm worried about in terms of trying a, a model in a shop. Mm. Can you imagine the sticky, grimy hands of people that have been all over the back of the screen, the mm. back of the console? Lovely. Mm. Mm. Spreading disease. They'll probably just send us one these days. Well, we are getting Episode 14. As, as, but once, I think it's once you're 14 episodes in. Is that right? That's when you start saying you're a professional. Cool. And, uh, I'm going to change my CV. Well, I mean, we are Scotland's greatest gaming podcast. You keep saying that. Yeah, it's fucking true. <laughs> uh, your hutzpah. Uh, so we'll go on, move on just quickly because say we're just touching on nice stuff that nice we like. Little touches. Keeping it nice yes. and fresh. Keeping it. What, what, you, it? what are you moving on to? What was the word that we used last time? Punchy. Punchy. We're keeping it punchy. punchy. Uh, we're moving on to Microsoft. Hang on, before you do. No, 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 no. Before you do. No, no, no. My my list. The only thing that I managed to get done for this podcast Fuck was you. a list of things that wasn't at E3. Oh Christ! Right. So I'm going to go into my Sony ones first. Oh okay. And guess what? They're not ordered, so I won't be able to find them straight off the bat. Oh well. well but I'll... noticeably missing. Okay. Last Guardian. Yeah, not much was seen by that. I don't think um, there was talk about the uh, Shadow of the Colossus and Eco HD remakes and yeah. how that was going to be affecting the release of the Last Guardian. But really, there wasn't much new we saw. We didn't see any real new footage of it. Or... No, not at all. Uh, odd. Odd indeed. Metal Gear Solid Rising. Yeah, odd as well. Never not there. That. Now, both of them have been in development for a while. You think that's um, more saving that for the like Tokyo game shows and stuff? Possibly, I think Considering so. Considering yeah. where the developers... I think Sony always keep a couple of tricks back yeah. for that. So, you might be correct. I'll, I'll give you that. I think I am. I'll give you that. I think I am. I think that's that's all my specifically Sony ones. Okay. carry on now. Well, when we move on to Microsoft, I'll make sure to ask you at the end. Good stuff. Excellent. Thank you. Ah. Oh. Uh, Microsoft, on their biggest games, I guess, would be uh, Gears of War 3. Well, would you like to pre-order Gears of War 3? I've been asked that question no less than four times in the last week. Do you have an HDMI cable? <laughs> Do you own a Wii, sir? Look. Be no. on the docking station. Give me my game, take my money, and let me out your shop. What is the deal Never. with I understand. It's a... Again, economic climate. <laughs> upsell, upsell, upsell. It's not the fault Stop of the people doing it. Stop asking me. I mean, the guy, there's a man in Union Street Game Station, oh. older gentleman, and he is very, very adamant that he talked to you about something. And he's a nice guy, and I know it's his job to ask questions, and he's told by his management, ask these additional questions for upselling, can't blame him, but it's such an aggravating experience to be asked about 12 questions when all you want to do is buy a game. And get it. And be told you can trade in-game. Yeah, I know. Look, you've got it plastered everywhere, you don't need to tell me that as well. Additionally, on top of that... Yeah. I think I go in there, what, five times a week yeah. for the last three years. And you know that I trade in games already. <laughs> I have a fucking trade in card for like you're, 200 pounds on it. You're all the same to him, though. He's, he's just, it's all blank faces to him. I think so. Just dollar signs. That's all he sees. But, uh, well, it was the man who did say to me that uh, 
asked me if I was glad. Really mean about the guy. I know, but he was no, asking, really nice. No, but he, he, he was nice. But he asked me um, if I was glad the PlayStation Network was back up, and I said yes. I'm looking forward to getting my free uh, copy of Infamous. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know, once you're done with it, bring it in and trade it in. Excuse me? Yeah, trade in my digital copy of Infamous. <laughs> I scoffed at him. Uh, but I mean, that's because I mean, I'm mean i a gaming professional and part of Scotland's greatest gaming podcast. 14 podcasts in. We're both super talented and we can both go wherever we want. Well, that's in. So anyway, Gears of War 3, no interested. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> they did release uh, footage of Halo 4. Yes. Uh, you like you like to Halos? No, no, no. Both, both of these franchises just totally don't. Uh, attract me in any way at all. So, okay, um, I understand well, the, the draw for our people, but for me, oh yeah, no, absolutely, I can I'm see why, why people like. I'm them. almost tempted by the HD remake of the original Halo. Yeah, just to see if I could get into that game, and then maybe I'd be more into the other ones. I guess it's just trawling across the same green field and shooting we the same we know, same we know over and over just again. Looking, it just looks better. Connect. Uh, they were showing that. Um, Mass Effect 3, you keep bringing it up. I said mm. at the start of the show, I'm not interested in Mass Effect 3. I've mentioned it about four times. Well, I am. So fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect 3, on the Kinect, you can use voice commands to move your party. Mm-hmm. You can be like, hey, hey, guy. Go hey over guy. there. Gaius, ahead. Do Singularity, a, attack. Do me a favour. Head over there. All the Kinect functionality. I think there was some, who was it? Phil Spencer said that pretty much all the first party games going forward will incorporate Kinect. Yeah, good. Every one of them. And it was at that point, I think, along with the presentation, yeah, that was just the tipping point with the Connect. See, I thought that would be great, and I think, what other first-party titles that are coming out for Xbox games? I'm not really that bothered about. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but can we briefly discuss the some of the demos that they showed off for Connect? You know what, Phil? This is your show as much as it is mine. You don't need to ask permission, man. Cool. Cool. Hey, hey, bro. Well, I'd say the most noticeable one, apart from the, the Mass Effect one. Yes. Mass Effect kind of featured you could. Uh, select what choices you were making in the dialogue sequences yeah. using voice, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. Yeah, you can say. Yeah, I think. That don't know would, how much I'd do it. With my wife sitting next yeah. to me in the couch. It would definitely help with a sort of a sense of immersion, though. Absolutely. But then again, if they, it depends how they do it, because a lot in Mass Effect, you'll get an option, and what you act, your character actually says is yeah. not really what that option is. Well, that's it. I think from what you saw that they showed the yeah. first. The choices were set as the first leading sentence in the conversation, yeah. rather than just being a general statement that then yeah, he no, that's good, then definitely. reinterpreted. So that should be great. Uh, the Ghost Recon one, mm-hmm. yeah, that looked great. Where you showed the, they showed the guy splitting apart the gun and uh, the kind of customization screen yeah. for the gun, selecting different parts, waving his hands about. Yeah. Tony Starkin. Yeah, absolutely. That's it's got to be the inspiration Straight for it. Straight up, Tony just, Starkin. Completely disassembling the gun in air, bringing it back together, yep. dragging and dropping different. Yep, it, that it, all looked great. Very slick. The actual implementation that they showed of first-person controls. Did yeah. you see that point where the guy had one hand out to kind of control? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the look of the screen. Then his other hand, he could kind of flick open and close in a fist, yeah. and it would fire the gun. That didn't look super duper. No, <laughs> necessarily. It, it, it's that trade-off that you think. How does this make it better? Yes. Certain things like that, like customizing the gun, looks great, and that yes. works. Playing the game like that, no, not so much. Not Absolutely, so much. I still agree. I'm still that still got to be proved to me. Yeah, but this is better. Yes. Well, Some of the other things they showed the uh, individual finger tracking. Yes. And yes. a kind of demo where it took a photograph of you, and then you could drag a kind of firework style effect yeah. across the screen and in and out behind the image that you've yeah. just taken and then it would Move rotate and kind of a full 3D oh. that was very cool mm-hmm. the image scanning yes 
that they used when we made the googly eyed yeah, monster thing or something she pulled out was it a backpack I think it was like a backpack and she put googly eyes on it but still it was the actual implementation of what they showed when they first announced Project Natal yeah. and they had the kid holding up the skateboard mm-hmm. and they scanned the image at least that shit's starting to happen yeah exactly Connect. the promises are coming true in some way so as soon as they start doing things like that I'm on board yeah well, this is it this, the, the presentation made us both think we should probably just get one of these yeah. especially once I saw the uh, Sesame Street game Sesame Street game the Disneyland game the Disney as well. game looks great shit up I know it, uh, the Star Wars game got a fucking massive pop it from did. the crowd see I think a lot of people that are into Star Wars don't like it I have no affection for Star Wars at all so I was like it looks alright I just didn't think it looked as responsive as it should mm-hmm. and unless a Star Wars game is perfectly responsive then mm. it shouldn't be getting done because it just yeah. feels laggy it looked laggy it on the looked, screen I mean the, when the guy was it was in the lightsaber sections mm-hmm. I mean that I think that's really the only thing point that people really care about yes. is the lightsaber parts it did look jerky it didn't look fluid when mm-hmm. it moved it felt almost like those kind of Wii movements were yes. you, you know you would move the controller but you weren't getting one to one control absolutely one to, no, no, no one said that in a long time one to one control it's a good while since I've heard someone say one to one but uh, yeah, I mean, it just did look like it was time for us to get on the bus with Kenny. Yes, uh, the Fable game as well they showed off. Yeah, Fable the Journey. Fable the Journey, that was odd. Yes, an odd one, definitely. You that think? was odd, that was, it kind of felt like it just been Peter Molyneux, like we've got to get a Kinect game in here right, and it's got to be a Fable game and it feels a bit shoehorned. Yeah, everyone just went mental it's for like that. It's like an unreal thing. shooter. Yeah. With gestures, obviously. Yeah. But... I don't know if that's a full title. Is that a full game? Is that a downloadable title? I, I'm guessing. I, I would imagine a downloadable title. I but don't see how that can get pulled out in a full fable style giant epic sprawling adventure if it's an on-rails. But then I, again, I don't know. Head I'm not. Head I'm not. Space Extraction came out on its own. You know, that's an on-rails shooter for the most part. Yeah, but it didn't blow up fable levels, did it? Mm. It was. I know it's not the same weight behind it, but I don't see how that can really equate unless it's an add-on. Yeah, to to the series, it can't be the direction of it, I don't think. No, I doubt it. I think they'll still be sticking with the uh, the, the yeah. standard formula for fables. Who knows? Uh, well, they also showed um, Dance Central 2, which is yes. essentially a better version, you know? Like yeah, yeah. it allows for simultaneous two-player. Two-player dancing um, gives you a better a break-it-down section where you learn the moves mm-hmm. separately. It's meant to be much better than the first one. Uh, and, of course, they brought in... <coughs> uh, Connect Sports 2, which is just more sports. Mm-hmm. So again, really what they're, they're showing, same as Sony, it's not really anything you haven't seen before. If you liked what we did before, mm-hmm. then here's more of the same. But it did look good. Like, Absolutely, I, I and quality they, are, they were effectively saying, I mean, obviously they are still able to put out the same games as mm-hmm. the PS3, Yeah. Uh, but they are saying, look, unless you're on board with this Connect yeah. stuff, you're going to be missing out here's what you're to missing an out extent. Because... We're really going to run with this, and that's great to see them run with a actual add-on to the console. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sony, by comparison, nothing really for the move. No, even when you take things like dance games, you see dance games for the uh, the PS3. Yeah, and my missus she really wanted that Zumba game. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got a Wii. We've also got a PS3 with Move. Both are available. That Zumba game's available for for both, but mm-hmm. we haven't got it yet because we know it's not going to be as good an experience as you would get on the Kinect. Yeah. Because it's full body tracking, obviously. Uh, well, we played uh, Dance Central last night. Uh, we've got Connect Adventures, and it was hard work. You know, what is, I mean, yeah, you, I mean the sweat was running off you. By, by the, the end, end of it, you were oh, out God. of breath. Bill, Bill, 
And I am a nearly 29-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. But I'm telling you, when Dance Central arrives, mm-hmm. I'm going to get amazing at dancing. And then that'll be me. I will learn to evacuate the dance floor on hard. Aye, I'll pitch perfect. That, pitch perfect. Some, like, whatever that means in dance. Pitch perfect dance-wise. Uh, when it comes to third-party multi-platform titles, in fact, do you have many Microsoft no-shows? Shakes no. his head. I've got, <laughs> I've got this great feature for the podcast, Gav. I think the rest of them are all... Uh, like party, multi-platform? Third, third party. All right, well, most titles that we've seen, we really have seen already, things like just a little bit more information. Again, Mass Effect 3, Batman Arkham City, Assassin's Creed Revelations. Mm-hmm. Just seen it more and more detailed. They all look great, but we're not really here to discuss old rope. Exactly. And, you know, they'll come out in the future and we'll discuss them as exactly. they do. Uh, big Everything looked like it had a lot of potential. It did. A lot of pull. A lot of uh, visual spectacular. Yeah. And no, I, I, you know what, Phil? I agree with you. Yay. Uh, the big announcements of the new IPs, um, or sequels we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, bear in mind, this is IPs and new intellectual properties that I give a shit about. So no doubt I'm missing out some, somewhere someone will be going, You missed out fucking Space Adventure? <laughs> um, is that person from Canada? God knows where they're from. From Montreal. Uh, Insomniac, they brought out the new futuristic shooter mm. uh, called Overstrike. Overstrike. Uh, which, can I, it's got four player uh, co op, each with each character having their own ability, and it seemed to take a few cues from, some, from Brink in the art direction, mm-hmm. just slightly less uh, stylized. It sounds kind of, it looks, the idea of it seems kind of borderlands. Mm. Uh, I don't know how much of an RPG element there'll be to it, you know, levelling up and whatnot. But uh, it sounds interesting. Uh, Insomniac have done, you know, Ratchet and Clank and Resistance, so there's going to be that level of polish, definitely. Yes, yes. But it looks like fun. It's one to look out for. One to watch. One this to is the Geshcast one to watch. Yeah? Oh, aye, absolutely. Geshcast one to one. Uh, they showed Rise for the Connect. Did you mm-hmm. see this? Rise, the Roman game. Roman-themed adventure, which was like that a first person. That actually looked pretty badass. Who was it yeah. made that? Uh, I'm not actually sure. Uh, I think it was a pretty big studio. Totally slipped my mind there. Yeah, totally slipped my mind. Good, uh, good journalism. Yeah, no, but it looks great. It was mm. a kind of Roman sprawling epic. Yeah, kind of like a first-person God of War, almost. Like yeah. Got a, it just looked violent as hell. Yes, it looked so, extremely violent. <laughs> that's good. Uh, there was Killer Freaks from Outer Space, which is a Wii U exclusive. Ooh. Uh, they showed a teaser video, but I saw a, GameCube, a, a gameplay video later. Mm. Uh, it's like a comedy, almost looks like a kind of comedy, stylized, like sci-fi horror shooter. Like a kind of, like it's take place in outside London, uh, and you play this kind of fat, balding guy who's just trying to survive this alien invasion from the looks of it. But I mean, it was quite an interesting premise. The video was fun. The little aliens, the, there's like little aliens that resemble almost those Raven Rabbits in a way. They act in the same kind of way. The daft way. The daft way. Uh, they showed a version where a guy was playing uh, was playing it on the controller but someone else was using the Wii U controller with the screen to move the enemies around yes yes and that looked interesting absolutely we'll get on we'll get on to the, the Nintendo news absolutely hey hey man absolutely <laughs> um, as I say they showed Pixel Junk Lifelike on the PS3 which is something I always I love Pixel Junk games mm. I don't think I've played a bad one yet so that looks Quite interesting happy to have an R one absolutely Again, people, people are kind of confused because it doesn't look like you're doing much in the game, you're just really moving the control around and it changes the sound and the visualisation, but we'll see what they do with it. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario, sorry, 3DS. 3DS, yes. Yeah. Uh, 
it looked like a kind of mix between New Super Mario Brothers Wii and Mario Galaxy. Yes. With some Mario 3 elements thrown in, like the Raccoon uh, Tanuki suit and stuff. Uh, again, you've seen it before, but it's a Mario game. You know it's going to be polished. You know it's going to be a good, fun game. And all the, it looked like a hard Mario game, like Mario Galaxy 2 was in some places. Uh-huh. Like some of the bits you go, oh, fuck, that'd be great trying to traverse that, you know, jumping on big piano keys, you know. Yeah, I, as soon as they showed that, then yeah. that was, again, another tipping point mm-hmm. that pushed me towards the 3DS. The, as I say, I'm not completely sold in getting a 3DS, especially mm-hmm. now that we know the Vita's the price point. But they did release information and video of Luigi's Mansion 2. Yes. A game I never thought would ever be made. I didn't, I didn't even think they would port the original Luigi's Mansion over to the modern consoles, you know. But now they're doing a sequel. And if they resurrect a title like that... Yeah, there's a good chance they're going to be other similar titles that have been left behind for a while. What? An old GameCube game? Donkey Konga? Indeed. <laughs> Are they going to bring that out, Elite Beat Agent style, on... Would you like that? Just using your little, wee fingers? Yeah, even if I don't get to use the your bongos. Your wee fingers. My little tiny stubby fingers. Uh, yeah, no, what was the other one? Star Fox as well. Sure, Star Fox uh, 64DS, 3DS. Uh, Great. Yeah, looks fine. Yeah, Couple I love Star good, Fox solid titles. That's what I'm after for the 3DS. That's what will make me jump on board. Willies. Sounds like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Fucking French pig. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my pen. She dropped my pen, You don't sorry. need your pen. You don't I need your pen. I was writing notes. Uh, noticeably missings. Sack this guy. My exciting feature okay. that I've still got going. I love this bit. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. <laughs> there wasn't much of that, was they there? They didn't show any of that. They didn't show any of oh, that. Oh, actually, shit. before you go on, speaking of Beyond Good and Evil, when I saw it came on the PSN, mm-hmm. it came on the PlayStation Store. Yes. Do you know how much it was when, it, when I first clicked on it? How much? Eleven ninety nine. That's steep. Steep. But then the next day it was down to seven ninety nine. Imagine having bought it at eleven ninety nine. I would have if I hadn't already had it on the uh, Xbox. Yeah, I would have bought it like for eleven ninety nine. That's rough work. Rough, uh, rough I wouldn't have, but I, I probably will buy it for seven ninety nine. Yeah. Tekken X Street Fighter. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but strangely, they did <laughs> show Street Fighter X Tekken. Yeah. Because there's the two yeah. versions. Or whatever. I think that one. I think to be honest, the other one is. I don't. I wouldn't even imagine it's in development yet. I think <laughs> were actually saying that they haven't really even started on it. No. Well, if they've been working on the. Wii U one? Yeah, exactly. Sign the implementation. Fucking Tekken, grow up. <laughs> right, Nintendo. Yes, Nintendo. Indeed. Probably the biggest news to come out of E3. Absolutely, going in, uh, it was kind of, you know, known that there was going to be some big bombs dropped. I think really you can steal E3 just by revealing a console. Absolutely. Especially if you're the only person revealing a yes. console. Uh, they showed the Wii U. The Wii but we'll get U. to that in a second. Okay, Listen, what have you got first? Existing shit is already... Okay. So they showed um, for the Wii, Skyward Sword confirmed that the new Zelda will be out by the holiday season. Mm-hmm. So I'll get to play that before Christmas. Good stuff. Might even get it for my Christmas. Oh. Get a nice Wii Zelda game for your Christmas, how yeah, good would that be? that would feel great. Uh, and they also showed the new Kirby game. Yes. Uh, outside of the whole Canvas curse, uh, what was the last one called? Epic Yarn. Uh, kind of... You know, wool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fabric uh, effect. Fabric effect. It's gone back to that kind of classic Kirby style, just big chunky characters, and it looks great. It looks like the Kirby game that if, I've wanted to play for years, even though um, Epic Yarn looked great. Mm-hmm. It didn't look to me like a, the Kirby game I wanted, and this does. So, thumbs up to Nintendo. A thumbs up there. Good on you. A good thumbs visual up. thumbs up. Um, good for podcasts. <laughs> Uh, and on the 3DS, they showed uh, Paper Mario 3DS. Yes. Showed more of that. That looks fantastic. It does look awesome as well, yes. Oh, I love a Paper Mario game. Uh, it was uh, like, 
just getting more and more games out for the 3DS and at least yeah. saying that they're coming yes. and showing you that they exist. It's just things like, like that, like Mario Kart, Paper Mario, there's, they announced the Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. will be coming eventually, Kid Icarus Uprising, right. Snake Eater, uh, the Metal Gear Solid uh, 3D version. Even though I'm saying I'm not really that interested, all these games, I'm like, shit, I'm going to miss out on these games if I don't get a 3DS. It's true. And that's what they need to do. They need to get me back in. I'm going to miss out if I don't get this. Mm-hmm. And that's what they've done so far. What was the, uh, was that a Ridge Racer game or something they showed? Mm-hmm. That looked horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ridge what's, Racer, just... What's going on there? Aye. It seems that looked like, like a... It's a very archaic game, almost. It's like a game that kind of got left back in that original PlayStation era. Mm-hmm. I never quite... I think Ridge Racer Type 4 was it for the first PlayStation. I remember playing that and thinking that was good, but that's the last time I ever played a game. Uh, I read a game and thought, this is nah, cutting edge. That just looked rotten. I don't yeah. know what was going on. Not there. for me, thank you. Yeah, so we'll just move on to three, the Wii U. Fuck the it. Wii U, the, the biggest U. announcement. Yeah, but a strange announcement. Yes. A bold, a, made a big, bold impact, but it was light on actual details. Well, it wasn't even the console, really. No. It was, no. this is our new controller for mm. our new console. The announcement yeah. first of the console, obviously, a nice big video showing a bunch of footage. Yep. HD mm-hmm. looking videos. 1080p, uh, gotta get that P. But the main focus, I mean, what did they show in the actual trailer for it? Uh, an HD looking Zelda, which is obviously a big high Zelda point. Looked fantastic. Uh, uh, they showed video uh, video chat, mm-hmm. uh, which you can do between on the controllers. But that's... Well, we'll explain, we'll explain the controller first. Then the yeah, controller's yeah, basically uh, a saucer looking thing with the tops and the bottom chopped off it, uh, with a large 6 inch display yep. in the middle of it. 6.2 inch screen. A D pad. Four buttons, kind of SNES style, yep. and two analog sticks. Mm-hmm. Two shoulder buttons on the back, yep. on either side. Uh, camera at the top. Camera at the top, microphone, and works streaming straight from the actual Wii U device. Straight from the Wii device. See, when they were talking about not showing the console that much, mm. I saw a video on Kotaku with someone who had who had like a first hand, you know, with the console itself, mm-hmm. and it did look just like a big flat white. Like a wee, a bigger version of the Wii. Very nondescript. Yeah. So I don't know how that how that will change. Uh, I, I think they want it to be as, and you know, I don't know what the. I, I don't think they want that to be the focus of the console. I yes. think they want you put the console in like under your telly and just forget about the console. I'm sure they would have preferred it if they could have had the whole thing in the handheld that streamed to your TV. Yeah. And eliminate yeah. that box altogether. Absolutely. Is what I think the image that they're trying to portray. Yeah. This is this is what you need. That just controls it. Yeah, it sits put, in the put under your telly and forget about Aye, it. Aye, that's done. Yep. But the, the device would work with or without the television being on. They yep. emphasized the fact somebody walked in, said, I want to watch the baseball. Hey, the baseball son. game is on. Time uh, to watch baseball. You could complete, You could keep playing the game on the device itself. Yep. It would work uh, with many games on the device. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed somebody playing kind of Chinese checkers. Yep. Uh, and you could... You know, motion control as well. They were showing mm-hmm. off the gyroscope and the accelerometer. Accelerometer. Uh, what else? Uh, they showed it's kind of, it like, was a lot of information. It to was. Take in. A lot of, <laughs> they were showing things like, uh, the, and with the controller having the screen, you can raise the, the controller up to the, look at the TV, mm-hmm. and you can have this kind of uh, augmented augmented reality view. almost, uh, where you could you know shoot things on the screen on mm-hmm. the TV with the controller. It makes me think. You remember those um, those Fatal Frame games? That were out. I've um, never played the Fatal no. Frame games. It's like a first person for the people at home. Like if you've not played it, it's like a first person game where you walk around these haunted houses and you bring up a camera mm-hmm. and you can only see ghosts through this camera. Yes. And you take pictures of them yes. to kill them uh-huh. or capture them. 
and uh, that's the most perfect use of this console I could ever think of. I'm oh. not a huge fan of the series, but how scary would that be? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's, it's similar to the augmented reality games that have come out for the DSi, and mm. that when you, like you say, when you hold it up to the screen, you'll get an alternate view, or even if you're playing away from the screen, yeah. I'm guessing if you're walking about your room, yeah, you can you'll do get something. yeah some kind of thing from that as well. The one of the things they showed was a Wii Sports game mm-hmm. where uh, you would pitch as well yeah. as a bat yeah. and then you'd use the screen and the camera, you'd raise it aim it towards your TV and try and track the ball to catch it as well yeah. and everything seemed to use the Wiimote control as well mm-hmm. yeah they were playing the so Wiimote you can golf. imagine there'd be another person beside you who's actually batting yeah. the golf demo as mm-hmm. well you put the screen on the ground and it showed you what the, where the ball was lying yeah. and then you used the Wiimote to swing and then you'd see the result of which mm-hmm. on yonder television on, yon, on yon television so I mean aside from having more Nintendo shite lying about my living uh-huh. room, <laughs> of which there's already a fair amount. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's a lot of equipment. Well, especially when you consider that in order for them to use the, uh, use the Wii remotes, they're still going to be able to have to use the sensor bar. Mm-hmm. Because in the back of the console that the guy was looking at on Kotaku, there was a sensor bar port. Ah. So are they going to still have, so you're going to have to put this console and forget about it, but also have the sensor bar at the top of your, or bottom of your TV. With fucking Wii Motion Plus attached to the bottom of the Wii yeah, Mote. Yeah. Oh, you can use the new the new controls. I guess. Buy yeah. those it depends how much as well, because they haven't really spoken about... There was a couple of weird things that happened as a result of this press yeah. conference. The kind of community went mad, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's a new Nintendo console, using a bunch of new ideas and taking things in a different direction. And they showed a bunch of core games mm-hmm. for people who, you know, want to be playing games. Yeah, they showed that we're going to be getting things Ninja like Darksiders and... Say Ninja Gaiden and uh, Ghost Recon and mm-hmm. things like that. Things that people would want to play. The, the, the games that they've the community that they've kind of neglected. Yes. Due to general consensus. It makes me wonder though, as I said uh, previously, is I mean, games like the, like the, the Sony console, uh, the Sony console, the PS3 and the, the Xbox, they kind of, in a way, live and die on their first party big titles coming out. Uh, so they, you know, Sony's got Uncharted, God of War, mm. Resistance. Xbox has got Halo, Gears of War, that kind of thing. When it comes to first-party titles on the Wii U, are Nintendo going to really step up and bring out mature titles that people will enjoy, as well as the you know, the standard Nintendo games that people mm-hmm. th- that crowd are neglecting don't care about? Yeah. So you know you're not expecting people to go, oh man, I love the new Call of Duty, etc. That Mario game looks great though. No one, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So they need to provide content for that. You've got to, well. yeah. You don't, you don't. It's a bad business model to rule anybody out. Mm. And if you're going to try and accept another large group, yeah. maybe that was the direction they've always gone. We'll say we'll skip a generation. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did. I mean, Nintendo yeah. have been in it for the game for a while. Yeah. They don't have as much backing as they are to. Maybe they've got to take, and it's not like they did take a hit, but they took a serious risk. Mm-hmm. And they know that the core people are going to come back if they provide a Mario game and yeah, if a decent Nintendo fans are going to bring a Call of Duty. Yeah, they're always going to come back. Uh, Nintendo are far too established for people to be like no, neglecting them forever. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I, the Wii's not for me. I've said yeah. it many times. I sold my Wii, mm-hmm. but this instantly, I'm like, I'll give it an bash. Yep, absolutely. Doesn't there seems to be enough good ideas there to warrant. Absolutely, and not just in games. In terms of things, let's say like video chat through the controller, mm-hmm. uh, being able to move content from the controller, and you swipe it across the touch screen, and it goes to the yes. TV. Yes, uh, things like that. The screen itself doesn't have multi-touch; it's just a no. one-touch screen. But um, yeah, the odd things about it, I would say, are obviously going to be 
obviously the price point, not not just of the the console itself, but those controllers. Yeah. How much they're going to be? It's a touch screen. It's got all that gubbins in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how much are they going to be individually? And are you expected to buy a bunch or is it a personalised experience? Yeah. Because you'd you... like to think with me's and things like that that you could take that round to a friend's house yeah. and you can both. You, it'll instantly know you. It'll put your Wii up on the screen mm-hmm. and it'll have. It won't need to be inverting settings and yeah. things like that. You think is it designed for? Just or even is it designed for just one family to have one of these controllers mm-hmm. and then it's supplemented by the other yes. Wii controllers? So they haven't answered those kind of questions yet. They were talking um, about the friend codes thing. Mm-hmm. They're saying that it's going to be. I think it was someone from Ubisoft was saying for the Ghost, I don't know if it was a Ghost Recon game, maybe, saying that uh, the whole friend code thing is getting done away with. It's going to be very much like Xbox Live, uh, PSN style. You're going to have a username. Mm-hmm. You're going to have, you can add your friends that way. Um, you don't have to worry about friend codes and shite, you know, getting in the way, which is great because I said that if that was going to be the case with their online experience <laughs> again, I mean, I never that touched any online stuff pretty no. much on uh, the Wii. I think I played Mario Strikers Charged a few times. That's probably about it. Yeah. So, no, they they know, they know they need to tighten it up. The as long as they say as they try and align themselves with all this current technology, again, it looks to be as powerful as current consoles. Yes. So as you say, these people they're going to have to get this out soon, so that when Microsoft or Sony bring out their new console, yeah. it doesn't look like a dinosaur after maybe six months of being out on the market. It's it, that is going to affect it. Yeah. It definitely is, but it depends. Nintendo know that they sell ninety percent of their consoles. You know, in that first yeah, couple yeah. of months, Anyone that's when people are queuing up. That's that when we're, you know, we're running out of stock and things. Yeah. Uh, if everyone buys one then, and then the Xbox console comes out or the Sony console mm-hmm. comes out, they'll be fine. They'll yeah. have that ground base and move up from there. But it will affect them the yeah. next time somebody mentions it because the next Xbox or Sony console is going to be a big leap again mm-hmm. Absolutely. in visuals. Uh, and if they can't. It did look good though. I mean, that demo that they showed of the bird flying about the uh, yeah. cherry blossoms. As uh, Reggie Tizame <coughs> was saying, it's not even that was created on tech from months and months and months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's old footage, so now it can even do it can do even more impressive things. So yeah, great. I mean, it's just it's again, it's getting me excited about Nintendo again. Which and between that and the 3DS, mm-hmm. making me think, you know, it seems some parts of it seem a little bit in the same way the Wii was a little bit supplementary to how much it's actually required mm-hmm. things like uh, you could argue being able to finish the game on the Wii screen yeah. is handy for if somebody wants to come in and watch TV mm-hmm. but how often does that really affect yeah. things and then if you take some of the experience or some of the information away from the main screen and put it on a Wii screen that kind of eliminates the person sitting next to you that yeah. likes to watch you but play I mean, the game there's also that thing, the met thinking if someone's watching TV and you take the game over mm-hmm. The integration parts of the game between the controller and the TV that you'd have, you know, like in Wii, that Wii Sports game, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to play that. Yeah. No, that's gone. Uh, right. Things like that. So it would have to be a game like Mario where it's just one screen. Yeah, it's going to be specific it. to yeah. games because it's not going to be able to translate all of yeah. Ninja Gaiden without fucking lag. Exactly. Over a Wi-Fi connection or whatever. Or was it Bluetooth? I think it was Bluetooth. So, something like that, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what, what exactly it was. Playing some games on that massive DAF controller as well, I hope there's a GameCube controller port or yeah. a, a new smaller controller yeah. to go along with it probably was because it was one for the Wii they brought out that mm-hmm. the looking one yeah yeah. well great well that appears to be the, the what did you see, did you have any Nintendo games that didn't show up on your no, list no all the Nintendo games showed up excellent uh, pretty much I think that is all the big stuff 
from Etoile. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, look, look, man. Good show. Good quick little show. No, no, we're not done yet. Yeah, we are. We're done. But we're not. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> we're uh, not. Just take... What we're going to do is get some more zen. Get some zen. In. Ooh, let's quickly zen. fucking touch on some new releases. Let's quickly touch on some new releases. Phil? What came out this week, Gavin? Well, what didn't come out? Coins a lot. Mm. But um, what did come out was uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem, the long-awaited Duke Nukem Forever. Yep, which I can confirm by one. Oh, we'll, go out, we'll give out the special, it's a guest review. Yeah, a guest review give by a friend, friend, friend of the show. <coughs> that's not filling. That's not filling. No, I, I wondered what you meant by Phil, because that's your name. You're just going, <laughs> right, Phil, so Phil. <laughs> is that who our guest review is from? I, I, I win the competition. Or is it from... Uh, Twitter user Chris Robocop, aka the Velvet the Glove. The Velvet Glove. The Velvet Glove has got a little, uh, a little, little tod of information. People for have been saying a lot of shit since then. Man. Oh, you're joking! Why don't you just click on his thing? Anyway, uh, yeah, Duke Nukem came out. Obviously, a huge title. It's been in development for like about what forty years, and uh, <laughs> and it's just come out. And it may not be living up to the hype. We'll no, that way. not quite. The review scores weren't great for it before actually. Hit. Dropped, and I did play the beta of the demo. Yeah, I didn't bother. Uh, it was passable. The demo was probably enough. Yeah. Yes. Chris's review is Duke Nukem Forever is pish, gutted. Yeah. You and that be- that wraps up the sentiments I think of the globe. Yeah, I think it was. Because it is such an anticipated going to game. Trade it in today. And uh, it's such a it's a game that's taken like, forever. Yeah. To come out and then have it come out. And it's rotten. It's, it's not great. Duke Nukem took forever. Uh, uh, also, a uh, little, little, little big faction came out. <laughs> uh, Red Faction Armageddon. Red Faction, yes, Armageddon. Yes. Out of here. <laughs> uh, and you bought it? I did buy it. I am a fan of the uh, Red Faction series, especially after it left the FPS yes. arena and became the kind of running about open worldy one smashing things with hammers smashing stuff with hammers being a terrorist yeah essentially being a terrorist great what more could you want it's no longer the open world adventure no. the last one was it is a bit more closed off a bit more linear yes. as people like to say uh, but Red Faction games I think just are inherently fun mm-hmm. I mean, it especially seem... ones that revolve around smashing yeah it didn't seem when you were playing it last night that there was anything missing from the experience from no. it being a, a more closed off experience you know. it's like uh, yeah, you just run about and hit stuff with hammers and lob bombs at things yep exactly and everything blows up which is perfect scenario for fun mm-hmm. and they often have a little you know nod to Saints Row which is always them, good which is always great yeah. so the old altar I'm looking forward to playing it I got the uh, so the recon and something else edition and good I got a you. t-shirt with it as well huh? you got a t-shirt I didn't know I about did. this I got a t-shirt with it uh oh so I'm going to wear it out um, for dinner. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, what else came out? Uh, Infamous 2. Infamous Deuce. Infamous Deuce came out and uh, it's got good reviews. It has got good reviews. The first one I played a couple of years back and it was fun, mm-hmm. but not necessarily... Fun's the wrong word. It wasn't... It didn't make enough use of what it had. Yeah. It did manage to balance out how powerful you are. Mm-hmm. And gave a good sense of that, but it was never a great amount of variety. It just didn't have anything that made it really ping, right. really buzz for me. Uh, but being a fan of comics and superheroes in general, yep. obviously superhero style game, going to have fun with it, and I did. 
I also got it for the PSN mm-hmm. when that yes, came back on. I was just going to move on to that. Uh, yeah. So Infamous 2, I played the demo for, and you do seem to be much more powerful. There's apparently some emphasis on the bosses being really big, kind of yeah. tall, multi-story bosses. Yeah. And originally they said that it rampaged throughout the whole city, the mm-hmm. boss battle wouldn't be confined to any area, but I've since read that that might not be yeah. as correct. But I'm definitely interested in giving it another bash, but I think I'm not in any haste because I did just get yeah. Infamous 1 back from PFN. I'm the exact same when playing the first one. I played the Infamous 2 demo, mm-hmm. and I wasn't completely <laughs> blown away by it, enough to make me think this is a day one purchase. Yeah. But getting the free games from the PSN coming back, I got uh, Infamous and Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty. Yes. So I'm playing through Infamous, and I'm really enjoying it. I, I feel that if I played it when it first came out, I would be much more impressed with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's a couple of years old now. So there's a few things in it that you think, oh, that's a bit clunky, or you know, it doesn't quite look as great as you know games of now. Obviously, that's not a bad point for it because that's just life. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, it's made me more interested in playing the sequel. I think once I play through this one, yes, and then if, by that time, Infamous Two will no doubt be a little cheaper. Jump in, jump on, absolutely. Jump on uh, more super powered action and fun, indeed. And you know, refined a little bit. It's always, it's good. It's another one of those games. I think I said at the time that. You'd be interested in seeing how the sequel turns out. Yes. Because yes. you get the first one, you lay down the groundwork, and the second one, you improve upon it, and that's what it needed the first time around for me. Just a little bit of improvement, a little bit of polish. Mm-hmm. If this one provides that, boom, I'll be a happy motherfucker. Motherfucker. What was the other game you got uh, for the for the PSN? I also got Dead Nation. Dead Nation. Dead Nation, the kind of uh, twin stick shooter mm-hmm. zombie battler. And yep. You work your way through. Uh, different maps mm. getting from one end to the other yep. kill as many zombies as you can collect booty and loot mm-hmm. and then use that to trade in for new armour and guns it seems pretty big I like uh, it's all based around obviously a zombie virus outbreak but this, the leaderboards are all broken down into countries and how well they're fighting against the virus individually oh, right, okay. like it is a global infection oh, that's cool. and each country has to individually save their own place yeah. uh, and it'll, the leaderboards do change up quite a lot there's still a lot of action on them oh, so right. I don't know what happens when a particular country hits a 100% infection clear rate right because there is a percentage of oh, right, how so many like, zombies have been killed in that yeah. area I don't know how if it's done off the population of the actual country oh, that'd be and quite how, cool. many, how many zombies have been killed in game mm-hmm. off that equals oh, that'd be quite cool. I don't know if that's what it is at all but that's what I imagine it is yeah uh, and you do get if you're the top zombie killer in the country it flashes up runs across a news ticker at the bottom of the oh, screen right. But it's just ridiculous. I can't even remember what the main guy in it's called, but it's something amazing. It's like fucking John Action or something. Something amazing. <laughs> it's like John literally Action. something like that. It's John Legend. See, I was going to get it until, I mean, I've got, uh, I had a game, was it Zombie Apocalypse, which mm-hmm. is another twin stick zombie shooter. Right. And I just thought, nah, I, I wanted to play Ratchet and Clank. I played, was it the one that came out? Is it Tools of Destruction? Yes. I played that a couple of years ago, and this is the, the kind of. Yeah, middle the in between crack and time. Mm-hmm. So I got quest for booty. I'll play that. Through. I know stuff. Have you played it yet? No, not yet. Awesome. Do you know and how long it is? <clears throat> it's not very long. I think it's only about six hours or something. But yeah, it'll be yeah. good. That's yeah. it. I mean, it's the Ratchet and Clank games are fun. I yeah, like them a lot. Exactly, and that's the thing. I wanted to play that before play crack and time because it comes in between. It leads games. in, leads straight in. Uh that's it for new releases. We've talked about the new PSN releases. Well, what was the other question about the PSN that we got from the? Gesh mailbag. Yes, we'll move into the Gesh mailbag. Seamless, Phil. Absolutely Exactly. Seamless. If you want to get in touch with us. Please do. Yes, you can get in touch with us at gesh at geshcast.com by email and on Twitter at geshcast. 
which mm-hmm. um, you know, it's always good to hear back from you. Please remember, uh, you know, you can if whatever you send in to us, we'll probably just get read out anyway. Okay, it looks pretty much like this. Okay, We've got a question from DeAndre. Oh, hello, DeAndre. Uh, what is your opinion on the fees being offered as compensation by Sony for the PSN outrage? I know you touched upon it in an article, but is it enough, or are you anticipating their credit monitoring service? Boom, go. Okay, well, what I think about this, DeAndre, is got 30 seconds. it's not exactly an outrage, in my opinion, the whole thing. It was a pain in the arse, but I wasn't like, this is an outrage! I need to be compensated. I need to be compensated. Um, it, a lot of people were. People, obviously, as we talked about before, saying that they wanted things like fucking iPads or controllers or free boxed copies of games. I personally think about what they offered was perfectly reasonable. Mm-hmm. Offering two games out of five was more than I expected them to. I expected them to just say, you're getting Wipeout. Yes. And if you've got Wipeout, yes. fucking tough. What was you it? Because what was it that happened when the Microsoft one went down originally and they gave out a free game for it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was it? I don't know. I don't know, but it was wrong. But it was just, here's the game. Boom, yeah, take exactly. It. There you go. Take it or leave it. Um, but this is it. You, know, this is, you also get uh, PSP titles mm-hmm. uh, free as well if you have a PSP. You know, it's great. I mean, they don't have they didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as if the people who, uh, once the system came back on, people weren't going to be like, but you know what? No, they've let me down. I'm never going to go on that PlayStation again. Some people may have an issue of trust with them now with putting their card details on the system. But for the most part, what are, I say, what are people going to do? Not play fucking Call of Duty on their PlayStation? No, exactly. I mean, it's not going to happen. It's, it's up to you. I've said it, I think. I'm just going to reiterate what I actually wrote, I think. Mm-hmm. It's up to you whether or not you put your details in the machine. It's yeah. not up to Sony. Mm-hmm. You, it's a choice. I mean, they, they fucked up. But you, should be keeping, you should be keeping an eye on your finances anyway. If yeah. you know there's any irregularities, contact your bank. Exactly. That's what the fucking fraud protection's for. And thirdly, it wasn't Sony that let you down here. It was a bunch of pricks that decided to hack their site. Yep, exactly. Any system has is, is, is that potential to be compromised. Because I was reading some horrific things about the actual the people who claimed to have uh, yeah. taken the data. And it was things, uh, you know, try to justify it by like, oh, well, Sony just keep their data so open that mm-hmm. anybody could come in and take it. Yeah. So we're going to really embarrass them by posting up these credit card details yeah. over servers over a matter of months, years even. Yeah. We're just going to keep putting them up. And you're like, right, that's not affecting Sony in the slightest. That's yeah. affecting the people who have, that's their credit yeah, card details. Absolutely. By who, who you try to tell Sony to be better by giving out people's credit card? I don't understand. Yeah, I know. It's that again. It's the kind of hacker. I don't claim to have any kind of links to the hacker community or anything like that. But at the same time, I just never get it. Why? What are you trying to do? Really, you're trying to act like you're some sort of social activist when really you're just a wee dick. <laughs> Pretty much. Try to As cause cashcast.com just gets. Sh- I know. Cashcast.com goes down. But I don't okay. think many people would notice. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't really affect much. Uh, in terms of our podcast, Phil, Geshcast Gaming Podcast, mm-hmm. episode 14, it's drawing to a close. Hate you to keep jumping you. about the place. I've got questions here, man. No, Phil, it's coming to a close. That's what I was going to cut into you, motherfucker. Right, sorry, sorry, carry on. Let's go into another question from the Gesh mail. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I swear to God, people are. DeAndre's our question. He's man. working on my last fucking nerve today. DeAndre's our quick question. We'll do this quickly. How do you think the facial rendering technology used by Rockstar for LANOR will impact gaming? Uh. If I may take that one, Phil. Fire on. Um, as I said in our Early Noir special episode 13, I believe it was, mm-hmm. or maybe it was one before, uh, I think it's going to be difficult if that technology gets put into the hands of all developers, if that technology becomes very cheap over the course of the next few years, uh, if smaller studios with less of a budget are going to be using that technology, mm-hmm. they can't afford actors who are, let's say, you know, good. Yes, <laughs> in Mad Men. Yeah, actors who are in Mad Men and other things that you've heard of. 
uh, if they get, you know, like Casper Van Dien, let's say. And I love Casper Van Dien. But if they get Casper Van Dien, you're not going to have a believable face in a game. Mm. You're going to have this wooden, you know, face. And that's just as bad, in my opinion. There's no point. So uh, hopefully this kind of thing is going to be left to the pros. Left to the pros, and I'd say it's definitely genre specific. Absolutely, it, it works well in a racing game, for instance. Not, you know? Well, maybe like an official licensed F one game or something like. You'd imagine yeah. them using it, but if it's something like Mario Kart, yeah, I don't want to see like super realistic facial no. rendering. <coughs> uh, but same goes for maybe even stuff like say Saints Row mm-hmm. or things like. That. I don't necessarily want to see that in that because I, I still like a cartoony edge. To yeah, some you games. like something that with a bit of a disassociation from mm-hmm. reality. Maybe just using the uh, rotoscoping a bit more. Is it rotoscoping anymore? Even I'm God. using words from the 1990s. Yeah, uh, using it with games just to increase the the synchronicity between lip movement and yeah, and exactly. The like audio, that. fine, great, yeah. but not realistic faces in every game. No. I hope. Uh, is there any other questions from the guest bag? Any other questions? There's one from, again, the Velvet Glove. The Velvet Glove himself. Uh, he says, uh, I've got a question. Why is the PS3 superior to the Xbox? I can't explain why I prefer my PS3 over the Xbox 360. Explain to me. Well, I'm in the same camp as Chris. <laughs> I can't quite explain why I like the PlayStation. I don't more. know why <laughs> I love you. But I do. I think uh, there's just... A magic around the PlayStation <laughs> that uh, is indefinable. No, I don't know. Uh, it's an I'd odd one. It's up to you. It's up to you, mate. There's the definite bias on this show. This was the right show to send that question into. Probably, aye. But uh, yeah, I think we're going to get more into our Xboxes in terms of Connect. But I think that's likely all it's going to be. Mm. And I don't like paying for a service when I don't have to. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> precisely. But it's not to say we don't. Uh, fuck it it's up to you mate shut it Chris Chris, come on Chris better questions next week please play the game Uh, is that it Phil Uh, effectively I think we're done was there anything else I wanted to bring up no who knows okay well thank you very much for listening folks Mm -hmm. we'll be back next time next time with uh, another guest cast episode 15 cool all cried out again you want to get in touch twitter yep at guest cast email Gesh at geshcast.com. Enjoy your day. Fucking Viva La Raza. Viva La Raza, folks. You're in for surprise. You're in for a shock. In London Town Street.